Welcome. Guys, welcome back. Second podcast of 2020. We, um, we're going to start this year with a Q&A. We haven't done a Q&A yet. We're about nine or ten episodes in, and we thought we'd throw out, we put it out on our Instagram, on our personal Instagrams, as well as the uh, version 2 Instagram, asking you guys for some questions, and we're happy to report we've had some, or plenty of, plenty of questions, some good, some bad, uh, some funny, some serious, and we're going to go through them in this podcast, uh, just to throw it out to the listeners for the first time ever. So we're excited about that. B Dizzle, welcome. How are you? I'm on fire. You sound it. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> what's uh, what's been happening in your world this week, mate? Anything to uh, anything to bring up? Yeah, I had a special moment this morning. Oh, recent. Recently, yeah, yeah. Last minute, an hour ago. Ooh. Uh, so this morning, um, and this will be the last time I ever do this. Ever. Ever. And we dropped Maggie off to daycare for her first ever day. And last yeah. time you do what? Last time you drop her off for the first yeah, time? Yeah, last time you have a first day doing something for for daycare. And so there's no fourth on the horizon. No. You say that now. No. Full house. It's a full house. Um, it's just really emotional. Um, just, I'm not too sure. Like, it's a, a contrasting. Like, it's, she's my youngest. Mm. Um, and it's different. For, I don't know about you, but I always find it's a different feeling about a girl too. Yeah, I feel, um, and just of late too, and like how last year went, and um, just the time that we spent together, and the daily routines that we have together, and and yeah, we have a really special connection as well. Um, and then you start thinking about everything, like her, her naps, like the food we give her. All these little things, and I, I think it's also like a protective mechanism inside of me that wants to, you know, like nurture her and and be that provider, and I guess giving that responsibility to someone else. Mm. It's not hard. I love these guys, and I trust them. And uh, from what I said this morning, she was just straight in and you know really stimulated and playing with new toys, and there was nothing sad in that sense. This is a very emotional thing. So yeah, I held back a tear when she left this morning. Good job. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I feel that. I get that. Well, this, I mean, my, you know, my little thing I want to bring up today is something pretty similar. But uh, so Poppy's at daycare now, but Samson's starting school this year, first time, obviously kindergarten. And there's this month period now where it's like Poppy's back at daycare, but Samson's not at school yet, and he's not at daycare. So for the first time in a long time, probably, do I reckon this is probably since he was one? So first time in far four years, it's just me and him, or or Mel and him. Like we just got him by himself because we've always had Poppy, or he's been at daycare. So just to have him at home, knowing that Poppy's at daycare, it's bizarre, very bizarre. But then I've been having lots of like uh, you know daddy daughter days with Poppy over the last few years, while he's been at daycare and she hasn't been. And now this month I get to like flip that around. So Wednesday we hung out all day together. Uh, and like every Wednesday for the next three Wednesdays we'll be able to do that and like some, like this afternoon Fridays we'll be hanging out together as well so it's pretty cool and he's at a really cool age where I feel like I can pretty much do whatever I want and he's just going to tag along and have fun like if I want to go shopping or I want to go to the beach or I want to go down to the park or go to a cafe and have lunch whatever he's just down for it he's not like at an age where you've got to think about his sleep patterns or you know what am I going to take him to eat or whatever he's just a he's almost like a little boy now he just hangs out yeah so it's really cool that's mad and I definitely um 
I'm aware of that and conscious of it too. And if it's anything like my kids, like they truly become themselves when the other siblings aren't around. Mm. Like they, like the communication improves, um, they're not competing and um, not that you wish the others away, but it definitely makes that time more special. No, that yeah, one, awesome. And they can express themselves and yeah, I, I, yeah, I value that time so much. Mm, mm. Good, time year. Good time of year. Good time of year. All right. Well, look, we don't want to make this one too long. We want to just dive into some questions, hit you with some uh, one-word answers. We'll probably try and do a little bit better than that. But uh, yeah, Brent, you've got the uh, the list of questions there on the Instagram. Seeing you scroll through, what do you reckon? Is like twenty or so? Yeah, at least a dozen. I'll say twenty. Twenty sounds better. All right. Uh, let's, let's dive in. First one. So, oh, before we start, before we start. We were not specific when we asked people for questions if they wanted their name read out. Like we didn't say we're going to read your name out when we asked the question. So this time only, next time we do a Q&A, we'll tell you guys that. For this time, we are not going to announce who asked the questions. Don't know if they're, you know, most of them, I think they wouldn't care. But just to be safe, I'd rather just anonymously ask the questions. Next time, uh, we'll let you guys know that we're going to read out the questions and your name as well. So if it's your question, listen out for it. Uh, but we're not going to read out the names this time. All right, something serious to start off. Fundamental. Thoughts on protein powder and is it necessary? I'm looking at a big shelf of protein powder because we sell it. Is that you buzzed in? Here at the gym. <laughs> I don't know what I did there. It just made a noise. But yeah, I can buzz in if you want. You're in first. Thoughts on protein powder. I think, look, is it necessary was the second part of that question. The answer is, in my, I don't think it is necessary. You know, it's definitely not necessary. I think it's uh, really, really good to have on hand for convenience. I know I'll probably have a shake every day or at least every second day because you know the macros in there are really good. It's super convenient. I can just throw it in a shaker and drink it or I can mix it in with a banana and, and blend it up depending on how much time I have. But convenience-wise, um, you know, if you get a really good one, like we sell True Protein here and they're, they're fantastic. The products are amazing. The ingredients are really good and you can feel really comfortable and safe drinking it on the regular. And so I think from that point of view, protein powder is great. And I think it's super convenient to have. I don't think it is necessary if you're getting all the protein you need from your food, and I think you should try to get most of it from your food, then it's not necessary. However, just the nature of the, you know, we deal with a lot of people all the time and just in my life as well. I know that sometimes it's not always convenient or I run out of time or, you know, something comes up. And for me, having a good um, quality protein powder on hand allows me to not worry so much about, you know, not getting my protein intake in for the day. So I don't think it is necessary, but I really like them. Sweet. Well, I, in the number of years I've been doing this, and when you're looking at giving someone fundamental nutritional advice, first step is, well, let me see a record of your food. Mm -hmm. I have... Off the top of my head, I cannot think of one individual that I've said you're at least hitting your protein target for the day or over-consuming it. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Because I think when people actually realize the protein content of certain foods they're eating, they think they're there because they're eating in their head a lot. But the truth is when you add up that macro, they're not getting it. Um, oh yeah man I have heaps of eggs for breakfast you're like cool you're at 18 or 24 grams yeah. and you go oh, I had a huge steak for lunch awesome you're at, you know 60 grams yeah okay cool you're, you're not even halfway yet yeah you're like oh shit 
Um, so my thoughts on it is I personally don't look at, uh, you know, the most common one would be whey protein. So derived from dairy, I don't think, uh, I personally don't label it as a food. Oh, sorry, as a supplement. I look at it as just additional food in that sense um, because that's where it comes from. And I agree with you uh, in the ideal should be to get all of your macronutrients, not just protein, but everything from whole real foods. Uh, but the truth is for most people, it's not always realistic mm-hmm. uh, unless they're following a strict structure and plan. So I think it's, like I said, convenient, uh, economical, uh, quite healthy way to do it. Yep. Um, a couple of warning signs as well. You do get what you pay for. So if something's cheap, it probably came from somewhere shit um, or costs have been cut somewhere in production. Uh, and then you do have to challenge the quality of it. Um, not all it's not expensive though, is it? Even the stuff we sell, like the top quality WPI, I think we sell like $55 a bag yeah. for a kilo. And how many serves do we get from that? We get 33 serves. So it's less than $2. Just a dollar a day. Dollar, well, it's about $1.60, $1.70 a day yeah. like, for, per serve. Like it's for high quality protein, low macros, like it's about 100 grams, oh, sorry, 100 calories, and you're getting 30 grams of protein or whatever. Yeah. It's like 150 calories, sorry. It's like nothing. It's, it's, it's really good, high, high quality food, really cost effective. It's definitely, I think, someone. You should have a bag at home just if you need it. Yep. And I just guess the last note is um, a few simple rules I like to follow is try not to buy into, you know, it's one of the, it's a massive industry supplements. Um, and when we're generally looking at, you know, it can be overwhelming going to store and it's, there's so much choice. Mm-hmm. So a few basic rules is if you can't, you know, pronounce or read the ingredient, you probably shouldn't be having it. Um, like I know everything from here, there's minimal ingredients on these and they all derive from real food. There's nothing fancy in it. Um, and obviously just don't buy into the marketing of it where it's going to be making false claims. Um, at the end of the day, you're eating it because it's protein content. Don't, there's no, uh, you know, bells, whistles, unicorns that are going to magically make it superior. Um, so therefore take it for what it is. All right. That's it. Protein. Next question. You're back. You're back. Okay. Um, this question, why is your coach Lindsay so damn attractive and knowledgeable? So I did say at the start that that's an interesting question that we wouldn't be announcing who asked the question, but that was from Lindsay. So gone against my rule there. Why is Coach Lindsay so damn attractive and knowledgeable? Don't know, Lindsay. I don't know. What do you think about that? Like, isn't attractiveness down to symmetry? What? Haven't they perfected the science of you can tell someone's attractive by the, the symmetry of their face? The proportions of their shoulders and hips. <laughs> Do you mean symmetry? Symmetry. Symmetry? Yes. Symmetry is the where people get buried, man. I think you find there's lots of words that uh, have the same no. pronunciation that mean two different things. I can't wait for the feedback on that. Put it to the people. Okay. Is it symmetry or symmetry or are both acceptable? Holy shit. Tomato, tomato, mate. So the thing is... Oh, look, we don't have to answer that question. He's probably got good... Good symmetry, symmetry, and he is he knowledgeable. I mean, he is in a way. I don't know. Yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay you stumped me. You stumped me with Lindsay, that. you are smart and beautiful. Next question. <laughs> uh, lots of hype around vegans at the moment. What do you think about eating meat? Well, that's a loaded question because veganism. Uh, at the moment in the uh, in the media 
social media and the general media, Netflix, for example, is uh, is just as powerful as religion. People are just uh, either one side or the other, and they're very, very passionate. And they're losing their fucking minds over their opinions on it. So I think we don't want to jump into that too much. But what I will say is, what's the second part of that question? What do you think about eating meat? Yeah, I love eating meat. Fantastic. I think it's, uh, you know, my humble opinion is that, you know, we've evolved to eat meat. We're omnivores. But in terms of what do I think about being vegan, if you, for whatever reason, you've chosen not to eat meat or, you know, animal products in your diet, you know, ethical reasons or environmental reasons, I'm not going to sit here and talk about whether that's right or wrong. It's just if that's what you have decided to do, that's cool. I've got, I've got a lot of, not a lot, but I know, I know a few people who are vegans or like just just normal people who just don't eat meat products. So, uh, you know, I've got no problem with vegans at all. I've got problems with vegans who are zealots and like throw it down your throat that you should be vegan. And if you don't, if you do eat meat, sorry, you're going to hell, which I've seen a few times. But in general, I think it's no problem with eating, uh, with being vegan or eating meat, each to their own. Well, I'm sitting on the fence on that one. Uh, well, my opinion is this, that it's, it's the same thing. It's just like you don't want someone to slam politics down your throat. You don't want someone to push religion um, just the way is I don't think you should be pushing whether it could be anything. It could be vegan, it could be carnivore, it could be pescatarian, whatever it is. Um, obviously, it's going to come down to personal belief. It's going to come down to your background. It's going to come down to your lifestyle. Uh, and then part of that obviously as well is going to be you know the ethics behind it mm-hmm. all cool um, just uh, so if we remove ourselves from that and look at it from the outside in then what do we have then we have to go by science as to how, how would you make a decision is it you know is it suitable is it good is it bad whatever label you want to put in it and I think you'll find that most people who would have an education from a science background or a nutrition would agree that that it is more than possible to have a, you know, a healthy diet that can meet all of your requirements through veganism. Mm-hmm. It might be a little bit harder to you know, get, you know, whether it's you know, getting a protein content or getting the macros right or sourcing the foods, like you are going to have to broaden your perspective there to get it in uh, when you remove, for example, lean meats, yeah. poultry, etc. Um, but my opinion is that at the end of the day, whether you are, like I said, pescatarian, vegetarian, vegan, omnivorous, carnivore, or everyone's going to agree on the same things up to about 85%. Yeah. When you talk about the calories need to be right, the macronutrients need to be right, the quality of the food, and then we talk about like what makes up that food. So we're really arguing over a small percentage of things, and um, that's cool. That's up, you know, I guess that leads into my last point I want to make about it before we move on, is anyone that watches a documentary and then changes, you know, for example, you're gonna to have to eat for the rest of your life. So nutrition is required to live. Yeah. It's pretty important. So anyone that watches one documentary for an hour and then tries to overhaul that is an idiot. So don't be, if you choose to be a vegan, don't be an uneducated one. Understand the limitations, understand what your body actually needs and then also factoring things like this. Are there foods that you actually enjoy that you're gonna exclude? Because I think that's a bad decision. Like, it's psychologically, it's not then sustainable. Mm-hmm. So you will eventually fall off that boat. So when you look at it from that perspective, 
Oh, I'm not against it. Get an education around it. Understand its limitations. Um, and understand what your human body needs because that will not change regardless of what diet you're on and how are you going to get that fit in. And once again, other factors that, you know, whether it's culturally or because your background, your hereditary, your genetics, that you're also going to be inclined to eat. I think, you know, you know, I like this basic, like, what would your grandparents say? Mm. So just something to uh, reflect over. I'm going to leave it there. Let's go to the next one. Next question. How do I, this is a basic one. How do I keep motivated? Dun, 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 dun. Rocky movies. Obviously, easiest answer. Yeah, they need better soundtracks. Next. No, like, well, I mean, you don't keep motivated, do you? I mean, this is just such a generic sort of question, but it's also, so sorry if you asked it, but it's also, you know, motivation, there's enough bloody motivational quotes out there that say, like, motivation doesn't last, you know, it's got all about discipline, it's just the truth, like, motivation is fleeting, it comes and goes, you cannot rely on it, what you need to do is have, you know, some discipline, have a plan, and, you know, just focus on being consistent, because the truth is, if you only ever did what you wanted to do when you wanted to do it, like, you probably wouldn't do much, most people wouldn't work, um, a lot of people wouldn't get out of bed very early in the morning, or if, if at all, very late at night, like they just watch movies all day. Like it's just dumb. It's, the motivation is just something you don't rely on, right? You just it gives you an idea about what you want to do. I'm motivated to become better. I'm motivated to get fitter. I'm motivated to make more money. I'm motivated to progress in my career, and that's like cool. But then we have to put a plan and some discipline around some being consistent to do those things, whether you're motivated or not. Uh, yeah, I just, you don't stay motivated. The answer, the, the short answer is you don't stay motivated. No, because that's. This journey, it's not linear, so you're going to have highs, you're going to have lows. So therefore, I feel like motivation is just a fluff word and it's a state that people say they're either in or out. Um, it comes back to if you have enough reason, uh, a greater purpose and you know a good enough why, that is why you will make decisions that you do to become who you want to be. So, but Rocky movies do help. Next. Next question. Thoughts on strongman training? Do you guys use it? Why or why not? So obviously a person doesn't train with us because absolutely we do strongman training at U version 2. My thoughts are, I really like it. I think it's um, fun. I think it, it, it includes and incorporates, especially in a group environment, some exercises that are a little bit different maybe to what other people do or just a little bit different to what you would expect the norm to be with uh, exercise and fitness. I think, they're, I think it's super functional. I know functional is a, a word that gets thrown around a lot and it's a bit of a fluff word, but it's, I think it's, a, it's what, what I would put in the category of true functional movement, uh, getting you strong, uh, not in necessarily just with a barbell, but in different weird positions, lifting up odd objects, carrying things around. These are all things that are going to come up in most people's lives at some point and some people even on a daily basis. And so to train yourself to prepare for those moments and, and you know, be in a great position to perform an exercise or execute anything in those moments is great. I think it's, you know, strongman training for me, what we do here, we do a lot of carrying, like uh, a lot of um, sandbag work, lifting up you know, sandbags, like I said, odd objects and heavy dead balls, uh, some heavy sleds, some big rope pulls, things like that I think are A, really good fun and B, very functional, very uh, applicable to real life. So yeah, we do them and I love them. What do you think? 
I agree. I think it makes people useful. Um, I just want to just make it clear that when we say strongman training, like the sport itself at its elite level, I personally think it's epic. Um, but for most people, you know, we're not talking about doing, you know, back breaking stuff and bleeding at the nose. That's not what it is. That's not what we do. That's yeah. not what we do. Um, I really, you know, what do we do? I actually look at certain movements such as dragging a sled, um, doing, you know, loaded work. It's actually quite low level skill. It's not too technical. Like, yes, you do need to do it correctly and safely. You can get coached to do that. Yeah. But it's not super technical. Um, obviously, things when you start talking about Atlas stoning and yep. playing with sandbags, sure, the competency level does go up. But for the most part, um, I think it the skill component doesn't have to be too high and it can put a lot of stimulus on the body. Uh, I also think that people don't do that stuff on the day-to-day at their home. So like we're giving them a, an opportunity to do that. And I also think for a program like us that wants to make well-rounded humans that it gives them variety. And the variety, what it does is it helps with adherence. It just breaks down the day. Like people can do, it's related and it still has a purpose, but it's it's something different and it probably keeps them happy and stimulating. And it's also really rewarding, like, right? Like for the first time you see that gigantic tire and you flip it, like that's pretty empowering. Yeah. Like, I, and I think there's, you know, a lot of wins that can be set around that. A lot of wins. A lot of people for the first time, yeah, will flip a tire or carry like, you say to them, can you carry a hundred kilos? They're going to say, absolutely not. But then you watch that. We watch it happen all the time or drag like a 200 kilo sled around or, you know, lift up a 70, 80 kilo sandbag. Like these are awesome things yeah, that cool. people can really, really do. And, and the average person absolutely can do these things. Yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorite things when we get like, uh, someone will send us a picture of them in their backyard or something and they're like doing paving or yeah. chopping down a tree. Yeah. No, no, it's not necessarily just strong man, but it's, they're using it. They're like using, yeah, they're that. using the yeah. training in their real life. It's awesome. Yeah, Strongman's awesome. We love it. Uh, we got some... Um, segue question. Yep. Who is stronger, a powerlifter or a strongman? What, what? Well, look. I can't come out of science, people. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know I don't know the true answer to this because I, I used to be right into it, uh, the numbers, and I've just fallen off the last couple of years probably knowing the up-to-date numbers about what's happening. I do know that the strongest or the heaviest deadlift ever recorded was Eddie Hall, but all, and he was a strong man and he deadlifted 500 kilos, which is fucking crazy. But I also know that that wasn't under strict powerlifting rules because he used straps. Um, he might've hitched a little bit at the top, like dragged it up his quads. He used straps? He used straps, so it didn't yeah. count? Well, it does count in strong man. It doesn't <laughs> count in powerlifting. It's still a fucking beast. Uh, he's, I mean, for me, that's the strongest, right? But then you'll see other guys do proper powerlifting rules and deadlift like 450 or so. So it's still a fucking heavy deadlift. So I don't know what the answer is. Uh, I think the strongest overall, again, we go back to what we sort of just talked about with you version two and, and the training here. I think those elite level strongmen are, in my opinion, probably a little bit overall stronger. Maybe they haven't got the pure back, back squat number or the pure bench press number or a pure deadlift number the same as a powerlifter. But they're doing monster overhead presses, monster carries, monster throwing stuff, like heavy, heavy weights throwing around, lifting up out the stones, running with them, dragging trucks and stuff. I think overall that person, in my opinion, would be a stronger overall person and a powerlifter would probably win in terms of the strict powerlifting competition. I know Thor, who is the current uh, current strongest man in the world, he went to a powerlifting contest last year and he didn't win. He came second, I believe. And that's that's not saying... like I still think Thor is the strongest person in the world currently. 
Uh, he just didn't win the powerlifting competition on those strict powerlifting rules. He still did fucking awesome. Uh, so yeah, I think, and he probably, and he, truthfully, probably out of competition as well. He probably wasn't trying to win it or, or trying to make that his whole focus. His whole focus is to remain the world's strongest man. So yeah, I mean, I, it depends how you define what strength is. I think overall, like the elite strong men are probably the strongest in the world, and the elite powerlifters are probably best at powerlifting lifts in the world. Yeah, you just stole my answer, so I'll say it anyway. Um, <laughs> really, in my opinion, it comes down to how do you define strength like what is strength yeah um and i'm sure look here's the thing i'll put my hand up i'm not a purist at either of those sports but they are both sports so i guess if you were going to compare them i think you'd have to if you could hand an athlete you know of comparable nature both the same level of skill and competency then it'd be fun to watch them throw down Mm. uh, on an even playing field it's probably not going to happen um, so I, I, I think yeah I think part of the answer is if you put a strong man into like the best strong man to the best powerlifting competition they're probably not going to win no. and you put the best powerlifters in the best strong man competition they're not going to win but it's then just that like the whole UFC boxing fight yeah, it's it? not going to do with the strength or it's not going to do with like it's actually you just don't know that sport yeah it's, it's a different game um, and but let's make an answer have an skill. answer I said strong man I'm going to say strong man as well um, just I, I just just from the sport they do more activities they do more movements um, I'm talking about in the actual competition itself yep. um, and makes I guess yeah just a more well-rounded thing and I would also just enjoy if I had to choose between going to a powerlifting meet or a strongman comp I'm hands down going to a strongman comp it's day. more fun alright let's go two or three more real quick we'll punch them out uh, next question what do you think about bodybuilding for the average person what what I think it's great I think bodybuilding is great bodybuilding being uh, a style of training that bodybuilders would use to uh, get bigger and stronger, but mainly to uh, increase muscle mass. I think bodybuilding is right. We do a lot of bodybuilding here. I think it's important not only for, you know, a lot of people have a goal of wanting to look better naked, and that's a great goal. I think everyone should test for that. But uh, I think bodybuilding is great for that. Adding muscle, it helps you burn more fat overall, just on a resting basis. I think the more lean mass you have, the better. I think it's good for injury prevention to have strong like um, tendons and ligaments and joints, and I think bodybuilding training more isolated sort of training can help with that. Uh, so I like bodybuilding for the thing. I think maybe some of the stuff that, and I don't know what the person's sort of intention behind the question is. Maybe some of the stuff around the dieting for bodybuilding is probably a little bit unhealthy unless you're getting paid to be a bodybuilder, which is 0.1 percent of the people that do bodybuilding. So I think some of that is maybe a little bit unhealthy and you know, longevity-wise, probably not ideal, but in terms of the training for bodybuilding, for the average person, I think it's fantastic. I don't think it should be all you do. I think if all you do is bodybuilding training, again, this just comes back to personal opinion and preference. I think it just makes it very one-dimensional. I think functional style training in terms of what we just mentioned with strongman, uh, with specific powerlifting or Olympic lifting, whatever your vibe is on getting specifically stronger is great as well. I think being able to sprint and be able to carry stuff around and be able to even run or row or cycle like a longer distance or swim, like all these things for me are what make up a more well-rounded person. I think most people should be aiming for for that, but definitely bodybuilding training should be incorporated in it. So that's, that's my answer. Yeah, um, I love it for the average person, um, but context around it, not for the intention of getting on stage. Because the truth is, that is not for everyone. Yeah. Um, it takes a very dedicated, driven, 
unique individual that has the ability to go from standing here and going, I'm going to get on that fucking stage in my underwear and get a tan yeah. and, and have the courage and the discipline to go through that entire journey. Yeah. Um, I've been in a fortunate position. I've seen that. Uh, we've had two clients do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such an amazing to watch. But then I think that's badly, I can say that, know that process of everyone. But once again, they weren't the average person. They were going, this is now my fucking sport. This is my jam. And I'm, they're going all in on it. Um, but for your everyday person, the truth is, most people, you touched on as well, like most people, what do they want to do? They want to improve their health markers. They want to look better when they take their clothes off um, and maybe, you know, increase strength a little bit. Yeah. And I think it can be uh, one platform to do that, express mm. it. Especially if you're talking about your average person, let's wait up, let's do the whole like, hey, I do like extended, you know, chronic cardio versus doing some, you know, if it is weightlifting or bodybuilding, I'm always going to go towards bodybuilding. So yes, I do love it for your average person, especially when I know what your average person doing in the gym. Two more or three more. If we've got quick ones, let's do These mini more. ones. Let's hammer through these real quick. Uh, what is your death row meal? Oh, God. Such an easy answer. I've got to think of the size. You, you, if you know yours goes, I've got, I've got my main meal, but I don't have my sides yet. I've got to think of my sides. Uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, I'm going to have... I want like a, a plate, like a plate, like... A good serving. Mm-hmm. So death row um, meal. I think they can give you a good serving. Yeah, I want um, like Morton Bay buds. <sighs> Did not expect you to say that. And uh, and a Tommy's margarita. That's it. That's, that's what I want. Fuck, you're yeah. a simple man. That bring me a lot of pleasure. What do you want? Well, I'm gonna have uh, crumb lamb cutlets. I'm gonna have that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna die tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having. Uh, are you having that tonight, really? I don't know. We're going out for dinner. I'm going to see what's on the menu. That's ridiculous if you are. Um, I'm going to have crumb lamb cutlets, side of mac and cheese, and some triple roasted potatoes where they're crispy as fuck on the outside with heaps of salt and heaps of rosemary and stuff from the fluffy on the inside. That's my meal. Side order of uh, probably a Balvenie 21 Portwood whiskey. It's probably the best one I've had so far. I'm sure there's better whiskeys out there, but it's probably my best one. And I'm having a fucking tiramisu for dessert, brother. A good one, but... There you go. That's dinner. <laughs> that's me out. But when you said more Bay Bugs, I started thinking, shit, I love prawns, I love lobster. But that's the first thing that came to my head, so that's my answer. There's a theme here. Come from Death Row Meal. Mm-hmm. We're going to Biggie or Puck? Mm. My answer used to be Biggie. It's now Puck. Why? I think I just listen to Puck more often. And I feel like, I think Biggie, I like the way he flows better, but I think Tupac's content, like what he's actually saying, and I like that sometimes Tupac gets fucking angry. I relate to that. So <laughs> that's why I like Tupac a bit better. I think he's got catchier songs, catchier beats. I love, don't get me wrong, I used to say Biggie, so I love Biggie, but now my answer has changed. Yeah, it's a, uh, it goes, they go hand in hand. You can't have one without the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, you can't have one without the other. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm Biggie. I'm, I don't, I need the answer straight away. I don't hesitate. Um, he has a, there's like this smoothness mm. about it. He's definitely a smoother um, rapper. And it's one of those things where there's tracks that can be like your ultimate bangers. There's a couple commercial ones. Uh, but then it's also one of those things you can throw on an album on and just leave it on, whatever you're doing. But for me, like I do have those two-part tracks that I'm like, 
Tupac had... I'm like... I'm, I'm gonna fight, I want to fight He's got a background in um, poetry, right? So he's, he's a real deep thinker, Tupac. And I like some of his um, music because it's deep. Even though it's rap and it's sometimes aggressive. He's got messages behind it. Yeah. And that's why I probably lean towards him as an answer. But Tupac, I mean, no, no doubt in my mind, which one are you going to listen to? Like smoother, sounds nicer, flows easier? Big Smalls. Yeah. And I guess maybe Puck has that... Uh, you could say like the influence and the politics yep. behind him uh, that definitely came through in his career but both good go. both great is. two more alright uh, not a question but fuck I love your beards obviously thank Hash, you hashtag ofs thanks very much uh, next question when are you guys doing the fireman challenge oh just give context on that that's a call out so we did a, within the gym, we did a raising some money for the bushfires happening. I think we've raised about 1200 bucks, which is awesome. And we said for every meter, the coaching group here at Uversion 2 would put each other on their backs in a fireman sort of carry position and carry that person for a meter per dollar raised. So it's about 1200 meters, about 1.2 kilometers each. And I believe every 250 meters was also you know, 25 or 50 burpees. I can't remember what we wrote. I really hope we wrote 25 uh, burpees per 250 meter or 200 meter carry as well. So um, it's going to be fucking shit. It's going to hurt. But, you know, obviously comparatively to what some people are going through now, it's a very, very small sacrifice on our end. And we said we're going to do it. So we have to do it. Uh, where are we in? We're in, we'll say it's going to be done in a day of January. That's the answer. The answer is we don't have a date, but it will be done before February rolls around. There you go. Um, last question interview anyone alive and they had to tell the truth who do you interview well I'm going to be short and sweet you're probably going to go deeper than me uh, and we don't have a lot of time so I'll let you take most of the answer the thing is this is a person I'm, I would interview anyway regardless of whether they told the truth or not the person who I've loved since I was I'm going to get the age right here I reckon probably 15 Eminem. Why? I just want to fucking shake his hand and say, dude, I love you. And then I want to talk to him for half an hour about just random shit. I'll probably, I would prepare some questions, but I just want to be with him for fifth. I want to be with him for half an hour and just like pick his brain. Like, how does he fucking come up with his rhymes? Like, I'd go through all these songs and go, what the fuck did this line mean? What were you referencing? I'd like, I'd just like to sit down with him. I'd have a whiskey. You are Stan. Yeah, I like it. You're the- of course, bro. You don't understand. You plan, Stan. Um, Stan, show up to me. Okay, listen. Another day. Eminem. Okay. Um, actually, uh, it's similar. I got. It's on the theme of uh, we're talking about as well. Death Row, Meals, Be Your Park. Uh, I want to interview uh, Suge Knight. Ooh. Yeah, I'm wise. That big motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, there's so much history there back from you know the NWA Easy E days all the way through to now there's so much and his name is in everything whether like it's you know they're talking rap related gang related like that whole hip hop culture I'm guessing intrigues the me and I love it and I would just want to know the truth I wanna, that's what I'm saying yeah there you go I want to know no, there's so many unanswered questions yeah, he would know the answer to a lot of those questions. And I guess the fact that that person asked, they'd have to tell the truth. Has to tell the truth. Would uh, 
yeah, it's good. It's a good person. I was, uh, you know, I think with that sort of question, Eminem is probably just someone I'd want to interview anyway. But to interview somebody who either you know or you suspect has told a lot of lies in their life, or somebody who you know has a lot of secrets, that'd be the sort of person that would be interesting to interview under that under those conditions. Mm. But then, ironically, I wouldn't be able to tell anyone because that'd be snitching. So I'd just oh, I'd go to the grave. Go to the grave. Yeah, but I'd be for, I, I would be fulfilled. All right, so we got more, but that's enough, eh? That's it, guys. Listen to questions. Thank you so much for everyone that put a question in. We are very, very grateful. And next time we will announce your names. Uh, we just, I don't know. Some of those we probably could have announced, but it doesn't matter. Except for Lindsay. Lindsay, we called you out, bro. You are good looking though. Um, looking more jacked than you used to. So, thanks for listening up. Uh, second podcast that you're done guys if you like and share this we would appreciate you subscribe as well and if you can um, take a screenshot share it on your Instagram stories tag us individually tag you version 2 spread the word help us grow this podcast that'd be fantastic uh, next week we come at you again with another show we're looking forward to that so until then peace out later